podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Monday the 23rd of January. Arsenal continued their superb form and keep their lead at the top of the league at five points with a game in hand after a 3-2 victory over Man United at the Emirates. Two goals from Eddie Nketiah, including a last-minute winner, and a goal from the outstanding Bukayo Saka were enough to secure a valuable three points. United had gone a goal up through Marcus Rashford's excellent strike on 17 minutes, but were unable to deal with Arsenal's sustained pressure. Next up for Arsenal is Man City away in the FA Cup. Erling Haaland scored his fourth hat-trick and his 25th league goal of the season as Man City comfortably beat Wolves 3-0 at the Etihad. He's now 10 goals clear of Harry Kane in the race for the Golden Boot. The result keeps City second, while Wolves are outside the relegation zone on goal difference only. Leeds United and Brentford played out a 0-0 draw at Ellen Road. The home side were unable to carry over their free-scoring performance from midweek, but a point against the Brentford side that are unbeaten in eight is a positive one. Leeds are now without a win in six and only out of the relegation zone by one point. And Cristiano Ronaldo made his competitive debut for new club Al Nasser in their 1-0 win over Etifak in the Saudi Pro League on Sunday. Those are your headlines. Okay, then let's start with Arsenal against Man United. Arsenal, top of the league by five points with the game in hand. They were absolutely fantastic yesterday in almost all aspects of the games. Inchenko was great. Both centre-backs were outstanding. Bukayo Saka, though, just absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal performance. One of the, one of the best one-on-one defenders is Luke Shaw. And Saka had him terrified from the first minute to the last. He was brilliant. Really outstanding and, and uh, a huge pleasure to, to watch both Saka and Rashford. And Rashford was very good, albeit in you know slightly less frequently. But a huge pleasure in watching both outstanding wingers and know that they're English and they're available for the England t- side for the next 10 years. They're so young still. It's just, yeah, it's really refreshing to see that. Arsenal thoroughly deserved it. Um, United was stubborn for most of it, but that last 20 minutes, Arsenal were just... You know, it just seemed like it was inevitable. We couldn't get an Arsenal voice on the show today, annoyingly, but we do have uh, an angle from the United point of view. Here is a football writer and Man United fan, Sam Pilger. It would be hard to make the argument that Manchester United deserved something from the game at the Emirates. Arsenal were clearly the better team with more attacking intent, but United took the lead and then uh, looked to have rescued a draw with Martinez's equaliser, and then conceded for the second game running in the dying moments. The frustration is they were so close to a credible point rather than the the disappointment at at the defeat. Um, A week ago, delighted and looked to be on the edge of a title race, but uh, since then, taking one point from possible six and obviously dropping five is a bit of a reality check but I think overall Ten Hag um, that would that ends a, a run of ten games unbeaten nine wins in a, a draw the only team in four competitions and um, I think you, the bigger picture is that Arteta is obviously doing a fantastic job at Arsenal. They, they look to be flying, but he's three years into that, three years into it. He's had his problems. Arsenal fans were asking for him to be sacked not too long ago, but uh, he's doing so well now. In contrast, Ten Hag has only had six months at United, 
And in that six months, um, he's taken them to the edge of a, a title race that they were in for three or four days, but looked to be have a very good chance of finishing the top four, which was always the uh, intention. A title race is far too early. Um, so I think there's a semi-final first leg on Wednesday against Forest and uh, the Barcelona game, Europa League to come. So there's exciting times ahead for United. Today was frustrating though. That was football writer Sam Pilger. Check his stuff out. He uh, writes for Forbes. Um, he's excellent. He's really good and particularly on Man United, he's, he's, he's superb. Okay, moving on then. Erling Haaland has scored his fourth hat-trick of the season. 25 league goals now already. We're in January and uh, have lost a month of the season to the World Cup. These numbers are extraordinary. We've talked about it before because we obviously have to. You have to address these things when they happen. He is freakish in so many ways. There's been a lot of talk over the last few weeks. Maybe not over the last few weeks. Maybe the last sort of week since uh, City lost at United and he had so few touches and was... You know, so ineffective against United. That's going to happen sometimes with Erling Haaland. He's not completely plugged in yet to the Man City system. He's not like strikers they've had before. He is a pure striker who will have very few touches and score lots of goals. He had 16 touches yesterday, scored a hat-trick. Against, by the way, a pretty a pretty resilient Wolves side. You know, Wolves are no mugs. They can defend. He is freakish. Now, whether he makes the team better or not compared to Man City teams of the last few years, I don't know. At the moment, I'd say probably not. But as a footballer, as a striker, I've never seen someone so determined to score goals. When the ball goes out wide, if he maybe starts to move you know, 10 yards into his own half, near the halfway line, you'll see him sometimes start to move. And the way he sprints to get into the box... I've never seen that before. I've never seen someone so determined, willing to break their neck to get in the box to score goals. He is just a uh, striker designed in a lab with one thing in mind, and it's exhilarating to watch and terrifying. That's how you know he's good, is that whenever you, if you're a fan of a team he's playing against, um, you must just suddenly freeze up as soon as the ball comes into the box or as soon as you see that, that, shock of blonde hair anywhere near the ball anywhere near the box this is horrible it's tor- it's horrible but Man City are going to keep the pressure on Arsenal Arsenal as good as they were yesterday have got to keep this up for the whole season because City can just go and win 15 in a row we know what they're like so it's going to be an exciting second half of the season finally then Leeds and Brentford played out a nil-nil not much to say about this one good news for Leeds is that Bamford looks like he has got some fitness back he came off the bench again yesterday gives them a few options Somerville will be back for them as well soon they hope within a couple of weeks you know, add them to the likes of Rodrigo, Willie Nonto, who's come through and looks fantastic. They might have enough to score their way out of the division. It seems like a strange thing for me to say the day after they've drawn nil-nil, but I do feel like they've got just about enough to get through it. Um, Brentford, on the other hand, and then a good a good away point again, just very solid. Not not lost a game now in eight. They just look like a Premier League team that have been here for fifteen years. Not not a second season. Okay, running out of time. Um, Last thing to say is Ronaldo made his competitive debut yesterday for Al Nasser. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He, he's, he's made his bed. I know it's time to lie in it. And that's all you can really say. All right. We'll be back with more Whistleblowers Daily. Same place, same time tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.